Hello, everyone. This is Kayla. And Aislinn. And we're vibing here on the great state of Maine, doing our thing. We just had a snowstorm yesterday. Little crazy. Little crazy. We just got back from pushing out our friend's car, um, and now we're podcasting for the first time. Which is so exciting. So exciting. We don't know what we're doing. At all. And it'll make it really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Our credentials are we like to host sporting events on retreats and be the announcers. I just don't want to play. Yeah. It's really Aislinn being like the main sports announcer and me being the co-host that's like making those little jokes and giving her little ideas. Exactly. But we're, we're a comedic duo. So welcome. Let's share just a little bit about ourselves before we get into it. Not that there's going to be people we don't know listening, but in case one day, that's a thing. So I'm Kayla. I am a senior um, at the University of Maine. I feel like I can say that. I'm a zoology major, but it means absolutely nothing because I'm not going into zoology. I'm going into full-time missions with um, Chi Alpha Campus Ministries. I would call myself a devoted Christian, but I'm more of like a silly serious Christian like I have fun and um with the Christian life it's not all serious um but yeah we love Jesus with all our hearts and I met Aislinn at school do you want to tell a little bit about yourself yeah um my name is Aislinn I am from just outside of Seattle Washington and I very crazily moved to Maine about a year and a half ago to go to school (laughs) out of all the places out of all the places and now I'm pushing and shoveling cars out Mm -hmm. as a fun Sunday night activity we trapped her (laughs) exactly um I am also part of UMaine Chi Alpha um missionaries and I am currently a journalism and political science major here at the university she's a smarty (laughs) but I also plan on going into missionary work with Chi Alpha campus ministries Ain't that crazy. So my uh, degree is also a little null and void. Yeah. God's just kind of turning our wheels, making us think outside the box. Um, But yeah, that's a little bit about us, but literally every episode, we're going to talk more and more things about ourselves will come up, so it'll all make more sense. Um, And with our topic today, listeners will get to learn a lot about our friendship too. Mm -hmm. So that'll be good. But we're going to start off this podcast with this segment idea we came up with. Um, And it's kind of just like a fun little goofy thing for us where every week we're going to come up with a new question we want to know about each other. And it can be completely deep to the point of crying or it can be literally, Aislinn gave the example of um, if you could be any vegetable and why. So it can be very silly or very deep. But the rule is we're not telling each other until it's recording time and we just have to answer on the spot. So um, that's what we're going with. And we'll come up with a name for it eventually. I don't know. No idea what the name of it would be. It's gotta be something witty when we come up. With yeah, it. yeah. We'll we'll brainstorm. Okay. Maybe Jacob would have an idea. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm gonna kick us off with that. Um, my question for Aislinn, it's way more on the like not super deep side. My question for Aislinn is if you could only have your hair color, one color for the rest of your life, what would it be? And if you guys don't know this about Aislinn, she loves coloring her hair because everything looks good on her. So I'm, I'm really making her think about this. <laughs> I don't know. Pink is my favorite I've ever done, but I feel like... Like the light pink or the dark pink? Like a dark pink. Yeah. Is my favorite I've ever done. That was a vibe for you. I also don't know if I could say that I want bright, dark pink hair, you know, when I'm in my Through 60s. all phases of life. <laughs> Through all phases of life. So I think, like... I'm a natural redhead, mm-hmm. for the listeners that don't know. Um, I think just, like, a darker version of my natural color. Not as dark as I have it now. But, like, slightly lighter. But not as, like, light as my natural hair is. I mean, like that's a, a very safe brighter, bet. Like, a brighter red. Have you ever done black? I have not. This is the closest I've gotten to black. I don't know. I feel like that'd be, like, I don't know. A vibe. A vibe, but also, like, scary at first. Yeah. No, I feel like it's but gonna be definitely longer. if it's the rest of your life, I think your your yeah. answer is a safe bet. A little natural, like, but like definitely like a brighter ready orange color than my natural hair is. No, that makes a lot of sense. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think that would be my answer. All right. Great. Hit me with it. Okay. So my question for Kayla is mm-hmm. if you could swap lives with Ooh. any current person on the planet Earth for oh, a week. Wow. For a week. And you could live their life. In their body? In their body. Okay, so I'm fully entering their everything. You are them. In oh, wow. every facet. 
who would it be? Oh, wow. That's alive on planet Earth That's right now. That's alive on planet Earth right now. I like this question. Um, I'm like, sometimes I'm like shallow about this. So I'm like thinking of celebrities because I feel like that would just be the most interesting. Like, I know my friends' lives. I don't really want to like invade their physical privacy in that life. <laughs> like, I just don't care to. Um, I feel like, um, honestly... Probably would just, I don't know, I'm, like, so intrigued by, like, Taylor Swift. I know that's, like, such okay. a basic answer. But, like, okay, here's my thing about Taylor Swift, though. It would be for the sole reason that I would just, like, want to selfishly have a really talented singing voice like that for, like, or maybe not Taylor Swift, because there's, like, better singers than her. I don't know. You're, you're just uh, really might have sent some of the listeners. I know. I know. No, she, listen, she's talented, but I'm... I'm picky. I don't know. Maybe I should think of something random. This is way more of like a in-depth question. But I think, I don't know, literally when you said that, for some reason Taylor Swift's name just popped into my brain. So I feel like that's why I'm going with that. But also like, I like there's like Christian influencers that I follow that I'm really like, um, like I really love what they do and everything, but most of them all are married and I don't want to be in someone's body that's married for a week because that would just mess with me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Can I throw out an idea? What? Danny DeVito. No. (laughs) I don't want to be a dude. That would creep me out so bad. You could be Danny DeVito for a week. No. I'm trying to think of like a single celebrity woman that's like, thriving i mean selena gomez i guess too selena's always thriving she's always thriving the makeup brand i would be that weirdo this is gonna sound again really shallow but i would be that weirdo that would like become taylor swift for a week and then just send kayla marie barrett money and like aislinn reed money as taylor swift so that when the week is over i just have money (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) this is how my brain works oh so are we going Taylor Swift? You yeah, going I'll just, I'll just, I'll just devote. I don't want to spend the whole podcast. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe next week I'll be like, guys, I had an epiphany. I want to change my answer. But yeah, that's exactly. all I, that's all I got right okay. now. That, that's, I like it. I got to stick with it. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, that was fun. That I was a good it. week one. Yeah. I liked it. That was good. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's going to be like the start to our podcast every week pretty much. And then, um... I we came up with this other idea where Aislinn and I we're very social and non-social people but what I can I know I can say and speak for the both of us is like our people matter a lot to us like we love Mm -hmm. our people anyone messes with our people it's an issue like we would go to the ends of the earth for our people um and so I just thought it'd be a fun idea if every week instead of like us sitting down and being like what's our podcast plan um, having one of those people, you know, and there's a bunch, like, between your family and my family, I mean, we'll definitely start with, like, our combined yeah, mutual friends, exactly. but I don't think we'd ever run out of people, because once no. we get through, like, the 50 list of people, we can just cycle back. Exactly. Um, and, so yeah, anyway, we're just gonna kind of come up with a friend we want to ask every week to give us a topic or question, um, and then we get to just, like, talk about it, and... Talk about it for as long as we think, whether it's answering a question or just, you know, a topic they want us to cover. And that's cool, too, because yeah. then if, like, our friend gives us a topic they really want to hear our opinion on, then they can actually, like, listen to it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we went super easy this week and chose, like, the closest person to both of us ever, which exactly. is our best friend, Juliana. She's been um, a huge, huge, huge piece of both of our lives. Um and we're kind of like a funky little trio. We've gone through so many seasons so together. Many so many things. So, um, Aislinn, do you want to share? Yeah. So her prompt Juliana was? gave us the topic this week of kind of like deep friendship and how our definitions of what we thought deep friendship was has changed from us being in high school to us now in multiple years having been in college. There's a lot of depths in there. There is. I'm excited, though, because I feel like from so much of my perspective of friendship has changed. Like, now it's even weird to call it friendships. I'm like, do I even have friends?
friendships. Like, I just have a family. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, when people ask me, like, if I'm introducing, like, Aislinn to a group of, like, let's say someone she wouldn't know. Like, you know, some of my people back home. Like, I would say, like, oh, this is Aislinn. She's one of my best friends. But in my heart, I'm like, eh, that just barely cuts. <laughs> like, yeah. that barely cuts it for, like, our, the bond that we have. But, um, do you want to start, do you want to start with, like, how we used to view it? And then, like, work our way? Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. Okay. Because I think it's just so, like, different now. It's so different. Well, I'll say, Aislinn and I have slightly different timelines. So, I, like I said, I'm a senior. So, I, um came into the Chi Alpha ministry, like, really started devoting my life to God about three, I always lose track, like, a little over three years ago, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy, first of all. So, like, three years ago today was, like, just the beginning of God reworking my mindset yeah. of friendship, whereas for you, it was probably more around, like, a year, year ago. ago. Year ago, like, November, December. Yeah, like, where that, like, the old constructs were starting to be, like, changed and yeah, formed. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of cool, because we have, like, slightly different perspectives, mm-hmm. um, but also really similar experiences, but it's really, I think it's really cool, because um, part of how my heart was changed happened in the beginning of my time with Chi Alpha, but I felt like Aislinn and so many other girls in Chi Alpha coming in, like, that generation of Chi Alpha females grew me in such a way of friendship that, like, I don't even think they realized, but it, like, yeah. added on to, like, past growth. Exactly. Um, I won't, I, won't, I could ramble, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, like, make sense and not talk, like, too much. But, um, I would say, if we go back to, well, let's start with middle school Kayla, because I feel like that's, I feel like middle school and high school Kayla with friendships were really interesting. If you were yeah. to ask my family, guys, it was it was toxic. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Um, if you were to ask my mom, oh my gosh. So this is just like who I, my heart and my personality. Um, in middle school, I had such an idea of like, I wanted my one person. Like I wanted a bunch of friends, but I wanted one person that I could would never doubt, would always be there. Like my lifeline, you talk to them every day. I really could not care less about boys at the time, so I really just wanted, like, a best friend. Mm-hmm. This was, like, middle school time, so I was probably, like, 12, 13, 14. And um, I had this, like, idea stuck in my head. So, like, in friend groups that I was in, I just kept thinking, like, okay, like, who's going to be my one person? Like, who's going to want to, like, be my ride or die? Um, and I had this friend in middle school, but she was um, she was from my church. We were, like, mm-hmm. church friends. Um, y'all, it was bad. Like... It, it, it was all my fault because she's such a sweet person and I still, like, am in slight contact with her today. But, like, my toxicity was so... Like, I was so desperate to have someone to, like, love me as a friend. It's actually crazy to think about. Yeah. So, get this. My mom caught me one time. Like, no, didn't catch me because it wasn't a secret. But th- this is just to paint a picture of how bad it was. Um, It was this friend's birthday. Uh-huh. And... I had just, I was, like, 14, 15 at the time. We had been, like, best friends for, like, a year and a half. And this person to me was, like, totally an idol, totally, like, my best friend till the end, totally, like, my whole world. Um, And I spent, like, over $200. As a 15-year-old. Where did you get $200? I started working when I was 14 at Market Basket. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was psycho. Okay, get this. I make a whole package with, like, all her favorite things, all her gift cards. Like, I'm, like... And nowadays, like, me doing that for you or Jules, that would, like, make sense. But the mindset that I was under... I would under, still be, like... It's, it's a lot. Whoa. No, it was a lot. Like, that's, like, overkill, I think, even for us. I kept... It is. It is. I kept thinking, like... I didn't. I couldn't see it back then, but I look back now, and I'm, like, I literally put in three different gift cards, three different food snacks, three... Like, I was, like, just feeling... Like, I was just so insecure that it wasn't enough. I just was, like... Just kept buying things. Just kept buying things. Yeah. And um, it might sound like nothing, but my uh, my dad worked at an office at the time where he could ship out packages for free. Mm-hmm. So I gave the package to my dad opened. I'm like, hey, can you take this to your office and can you tape it and send it out to this address? And my dad was like, okay. But my mom, being the snoopy mother that she is, looked in the box. Like all good mothers are. All good mothers are. She looked in the box and she just looked at me and she goes, Kayla. And I was like, what? She goes... You should not ever, ever be begging anyone to be to be in friendship with you like this. Like this is not okay. 
And I was like, what do you mean? And the only reason she said that is because my mom was kind of like, you know, being the, when you're like a mom of like a middle schooler, you like see things that and you're like three preteens. Yeah. Like, she was the mom of like yeah. Samara in high school, yeah. Haley going into middle school, and then you in middle Mama school. Mama Jen knew, but she like, she would observe things at church. Like she knew. Oh yeah. Like it was just, it was not good um, at the time. Like, you know, because this type of friendship was like me and this girl were like best friends over text, but then we would be in the social group at church and it's like, I didn't exist. It was that type of toxicity. Okay, yeah. We're like, but we were just both immature, so I don't blame her at all. No. But then I took on this desperate context of like, I need to buy you things. I need you to love me. Like, yeah. it was. You're supposed to be my one. It was bad. It was bad. So that's the story in short. So that was like where my mindset was in middle school. It was very desperate. It was very like, I need someone to support me. Um, Because I wasn't close with my sisters growing up. Like, I think. And by close, I mean, like, we weren't besties. Like, we weren't enemies by any means. Like, we under, like, I got them and we hung out, but I wouldn't consider us close growing up. And so, I feel like it, even if I had, like, a deeper bond with them, there would be less a chance of, like, that desperateness coming yeah. out in me. But that's, like, a picture of, of, that's one season of how I used to view it. But then I would say in high school, it morphed a little bit. And because, you know, my brain was maturing, my, yeah. my social cues were maturing, so... Um, I got my, I feel like my, um, worldly self got a little bit smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and just I, a little bit. Just a little bit smarter. And in high school, it, I was the, like, social butterfly. I, everyone that graduated high school with me would tell me that, like, oh, Kayla was a person that was friends with everybody. So it went from having, like, the one desperate friend. And, like, that's all you wanted. It was, like, you were, like, I yeah. want just, like, the one really... Like, yeah. close friend. Yeah. So, it went from having, like, the one desperate friend, and then I gave up on that, like, really early high school because my mom, like, helped me and... Mama Jen sent you straight. Mama Jen sent me straight. And, um, and then in high school, it was like, well, I don't need to be close with everyone, but no one can't not like me. Yeah. Everyone has to like me. If someone does not like me, I'm gonna fall apart. We're on so, the opposite side of... Opposite side. Toxic. Yep. So, I was nice to everyone. Even when I didn't meet it, I had this one girl in high school that drove me insane. And I was so nice to her because I just did not want her to hate me. And, like, in no ways was I, like, perfect. Like, of course, I was, like, an annoying gossip and I lied and I did all, like, the crappy things because I didn't really have a relationship with God at the time. Um, But everyone, I, I can confidently say that everyone would be like, oh, yeah, Kayla, like, Kayla did her thing. Kayla supported. Kayla gave us her homework when we wanted her homework. Kayla did this, you know, like, I was kind of, and I wasn't popular, but, like, everyone knew they could talk to me. Everyone knew that they could ask me for something. And, but keep in mind, guys, my graduating class was only, like, 70 kids, so it wasn't very hard to do. Like, it's not like I was graduating with 700. I wasn't friends with 700 people. (laughs) I was friends with, like, 65 people. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there was only a few people in my class that, like, really didn't associate with me, but it's not because they didn't like me. We just didn't clash. Um, so I guess with all that said and done, I think the key points of, like, where I used to be was, like, definitely thinking that I needed that one person yeah. for the unhealthy reasons. Yeah. Um, the fear of not being liked and, and walking through that. Um... And also, I think everyone could say they struggled this with this at one point in their life, but the idea that friendship is all give and take. Like, if you give, you should receive. And if they aren't... Yeah. You know how much you see on social media nowadays or on TikTok? It's literally everywhere. Like, you If they're know, not pouring into if you, you, don't pour into them. Yeah, like, make sure the, the meter's even. and Yeah, the meter always has to be even. Always has to be Or you always even. have to be pouring in the same amount into your friends as they pour back into you. So if they're not yeah. pouring into you, don't pour into them. But you know what that teaches you growing up? That literally teaches you that you have to, like, psychoanalyze all of your interactions. Like, literally, social media is making you think that, like, you have to, like, tally mark and, like, yeah, think and of, Yeah, and I think like, it's so wild now because we have so many friends that are just like our like social like our like social batteries are so different now like the amount that like I go out and like socialize with people is so different from like you and Juliana yeah like I feel like if we're like you know weighing this thing out with like a meter like you know, like, me and, like, Mitchell are so different from, like, right. you and, like, and Jacob Juliana too. and Jacob and me and Jacob. And, like, yeah. it's so different that, like, mm-hmm. 
like the like the amount that we pour into you like it might not like look even from like the outside view it would be a false representation but it's such a higher accomplishment when like we're you know pushing ourselves to be like that and then and then like you guys are just like that some people are just like that normal of like we can pour into people all day long Mm -hmm. like our dear friend who gave us this topic juliana (laughs) who is a ball of energy oh my gosh all the time stop that you cannot She's stop the her. ball of yarn that never unwinds. Yeah. In you, the best way. If you had like a forever ball of yarn that just like never ran out. Yeah. That's, that's her. her. And it's like so great and it's the best thing to be around because there's so much like joy in it. But you really feed off you of the can't, yarn. You cannot put anyone up against to her. No. In like socialness and like who's filling no. people's meter the most. Like if you put anyone up against her, you'd be like in like that kind of like viewpoint of like if you got to pour in exactly the same yeah she would have no friends yeah i remember when i first met her i thought to myself like oh my gosh finally someone that like matches my energy and then like three months later i was like oh my gosh she she surpasses (laughs) she doesn't sleep (laughs) okay we won't make this all about jules but um we could we could we could um i know she should have given us the topic of like compliments of juliana but juliana compliments what are are there any key points from how you used to view fr- friendship that are similar to mine or different? Um, I think so. So I, kind of like similar to you, like I was very content with the idea of like you can only have one best friend. Like I heard that all the time. Like yeah, you can only have one best friend, and I was very content with that idea. Um, but I think like different from you is I. So I grew up in church, just like Kayla, mm-hmm. but I very much wanted my like I grew up going to public school Mm. I wanted my public school like that kind of life to be completely separate from Aislinn that went to youth group in church on Sunday with my parents and family Mm. you know I didn't want like those things to be like the same like you know I prayed before dinner but only if we didn't have friends over like if my friends were over with dinner with us Mm. I wasn't doing that Mm -hmm. and so I um I moved to Washington State when I was um, 12. It was, like, two weeks before my 12th birthday. Yeah. Um, And actually, funny enough, my second day at my new school was my birthday, which was one, I'm going to tell you, like, one of the most depressing things in the world. If you've ever, like... Yeah. My first full day. Yeah. 12th birthday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I moved schools a bit, I remember. Oof. It was not great. It was a very sad day. But you started in December? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's wild. I know. Jessica and Jason really are wild, aren't they? <laughs> That's Aislinn. We literally went. Aislinn's parents. Those are my, to the my parents. Jessica and Jason. Because we literally went. Gavin and I went. Gavin's my brother. We went yeah. to school for like a week and a half before Christmas break started. That's crazy. But like the state of Washington was like, you have to send the kids to school because... Yeah. We had already, we had moved and it had been about two or three weeks before we even started school. To oh, wow. like move and settle in and like all these things. And I was really mad about moving. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to school. And they had to figure all everything out and like get all of our paperwork over and like right. go to doctor's visits and different things like that. It's a whole hassle when you're moving. It really is. Um, and I was, I was moving from, so in, I'm from California originally. Um, sixth grade in California is elementary school, and sixth grade in Washington is middle school. So in December, yeah, I transferred from elementary school to middle school. Mm-hmm. So I spent half my sixth grade in elementary school doing recess and arts and crafts, and then half of it in middle school where I was like switching classes and had to like remember a locker combination. You know what's funny is our school was sixth grade in elementary school, and but we were the last year that did that, and then they moved sixth grade to middle school. That's so weird. So my, our our grade was like the last of the sixth yeah. grade elementary. All most of Southern California is still sixth grade in elementary school. I think that's how it should be. Which is so sixth weird. grade is elementary. School I also like I went from like going to school with Gavin because like in sixth grade like we went to school together right. and I could like see him and I am like such a like. Especially back then, like, I was, like, such a second mom. Like, that was my yeah, attitude. Like, very I protective. Was, like, so, and I was, like, well, what do you mean? Like, I can't go with him to his first day of school. Like, that's rude. Like, that's so rude. Not allowed. Like, what am I, what is he gonna do if, like... Dude, that's crazy. He can't, like, do something. Or, like, my mom used to, like, switch our lunches all the time as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I used to get, I used to get a little frustrated, because my mom used to do it all the time, because we just had, like, brown paper bags to lunch. Mm-hmm. My mom would switch them all the time, and so I would be, like, sitting in my class in elementary school, and, like, 
the like kindergarten or first grade teacher would knock on the door with Gavin and he'd like waddle himself in here and be like, AZ, mom gave me your lunch and you have my lunch. And I would be like so embarrassed that he was like in my class yeah. and talking to me. And he's like so excited because he would like run up to me and like hug me and then tell me about and the you're lunch like, issue. No, I don't have a brother. But I was <laughs> also like so mad that I couldn't go to school with him. Yeah. For his last for like my last year in elementary yeah. school and like all these things and it was like so different. Um but yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say we just got on a tangent there by accident. But But, friendship. um, Yeah, but yeah, so I when I moved, I um back in California, um I went to church about an hour and a half away from my house. Okay, wow. Um because we commitment. Yeah. Well we so I we lived in um we had moved when I was in like first grade. Um, away from my family. A lot of my family, like, I have a couple family members who are, like, pastors and different things like that. They pastored a church about an hour and a half away from us. So I'd go stay with my grandma over the weekends and I would oh, go nice. there. Um, which is where all my cousins went. So it was, like, when I was younger, like, the idea of, like, church friends were actual, like, family members because yeah. it was, like, all of my cousins and, like, different things that's like that. So, so I never had to make friends at church. Wow. Because they were just, like, hype. they were, like, you know, my cousins and, yeah. like, the things like that. Um, so when I moved here, uh, or when I moved to Washington, um, I was, like, you know, back at, back in, like, California, like, my friends didn't really know I was, like, religious. Unless we, like, went to church together, which was then, like, my family. Right. Um, and so when I, like, moved, it had always been separate. Like, that had always been, like, my mindset of, like, I had school friends and I had church friends and it's, like, I didn't really mix those things. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, the occasional, I didn't really do birthday parties as a kid. It just wasn't my thing. Like, my mm-hmm. parents were always like, you could do a birthday party or, like, a little, like, day trip with the family. And I always did, like, you wanted a day trip or family things. Um, we would, when I lived in California, like, I would go to, like, Disneyland would be my birthday. Oh, we would just, like, go to so Disneyland fun. instead. Um, and so I just never had birthday parties. So I never had to deal with the idea of, like, right. mixing church friends and school friends. Because I didn't have anything that we would mix them with. Right. Um, and so I came here and I, uh, my mom, like, I was very nervous about going to youth group because, again, I had only ever gone to, like, youth group and church events with, like, my actual, like, cousins, cousins and family members yeah. who, um, have to like me. Right. You know, we are related and we're spending every holiday together for the rest of our lives, so. Right. Just, you can't find me annoying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I was, like, so nervous to have to, like, make, not only make new school friends, which I had, like you know, had the same school friends since kindergarten, yeah. I now had to make church friends for the first time in my life. Oof. And I was so nervous. And so I very quickly um, met Bevy. Yeah. Um, when I moved, when I went to youth group. I and, was waiting for the oh, name drop. Her and I became the, Shout out Bevy. <laughs> shout out Bevy. <laughs> uh, her and I became, like, inseparable so very fast. Um, yeah. And so I was like, um, and we're still best friends to this day. We talk all the time. Um, but, um, and then at school, it took me a little bit longer. Like, I wasn't meeting friends as right. close. And I wasn't making a lot of friends back at church either. Yeah. Um, my youth group was, like, super clicky. And so, Becky was Mood. On, yeah. Fat right? mood. <laughs> Such a mood. Um, Becky was on leadership for, um, um, the middle school. Yeah. She had joined leadership when she, like, came in. So I was like, oh, like, maybe I'll do... So, like, a couple of months later, I had decided I would do leadership. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of, like, leadership was kind of, like, my friends because we were, yeah. like, a group. So, like, no one else talked to the leadership kids. Yeah. And, like, they didn't talk... You know, no one else... There was, like, the worship kids that mm-hmm. were, like, friends. And then like, it was, like, leadership that no. was friends. And, like... Yeah. I was a worship... I was a toxic worshiper. You were. Back in the day. Back in the day. Not anymore, but... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then at school, I was like, oh, well, I have to have my school best friend. Yeah. It's like, I have my church best friend, I have Bethy, Mm -hmm. when I'm at, like, camp and worship and, like, all those things that I do outside Mm -hmm. of school. Yeah. Um, but I have to have my school best friend. Yeah. And so I, I, um, had a lot of the same classes with, like, the same people. Mm -hmm. Um, the way that, like, my school worked is, like, you were, um history and English classes were the same group of kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't, like, and you didn't... Oh, we did that in elementary school. We did, like, science and yeah. math was the same kids, and then, like, history and English was Yeah, so hi- kids. history and English was the same kids in the same classroom. Yeah. And if you had separate, 
you sometimes would get the same teacher or sometimes you'd get separate teachers, but you would just sit in the same room and the teachers would switch. Or in sixth grade, I had the same teacher. So he would just teach us for two periods straight. Yeah. Um, And I had, um, there were three girls that I had like five of my six classes with or four Mm. of my six classes with, like an obsessive amount of classes. Yeah. With, and so I was like, I was like, oh, like, these are probably going to be my friends, you yeah. know, because they were offering to, like, show me where, like, class was and different yeah. things like that, and, like, I was walking with them to class because they were showing me where all my classes were that first day. Yeah, I'm, that's crazy. I was just going to say, I'm already noticing a difference because if you think about it now, back in the day, our friendships so much were based off of who you see the most. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. In high school, for me, like, I had, friend, like, freshman year, if... I had classes with these same three people. I was just close with them that year. Yeah. But then next year, if I wasn't, then, like, I was still friends with them, but we really, communication Mm -hmm. wasn't as deep. Whereas now, like, all as college students, none of us have the same classes. But we're so, like, we choose Mm -hmm. to be close. It's so different. Anyway, you can continue. I just wanted to input that. No, I think that is, like, the same, because I'm not... Like, I, I have friends in my major, but it's not, like, yeah, all of my so friends are in different. my major. It's like, you got to find your people. Yeah. I think that's why people get so stressed about college, too, is they're like, oh, gosh, like, you got to find your people. And then freshmen go, like, so, like, get so anxious about, like, um, mm-hmm. student org fair. Like, the student oh organization gosh, yeah. fair. So they're like, this is where I find my group. you got to, like, find where you belong. It's, yeah. Yeah. But, anyway. yeah, so I, yeah, so I was like, oh, these are going to be my friends. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, these are my friends. <laughs> yeah. And um, I am such, like, a shy and, like, it's a gentle soul. I, yeah, I'm super quiet, so shy when I first meet people. You won't see it on the podcast, though. Oh, you won't see it on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, yeah, so quiet, so shy, especially when I was younger. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, they, like, you know, like, would invite me to sit with them at lunch, and it just slowly became, like, they kind of just were, like, inviting me to go have lunch with them and different things like that, and I just was like, okay, cool. Cool. You, you know, want to hang out with me? You want to hang out with me? <laughs> Um, and so I, I, like, and they had friends, and so I quickly became part of this, like, huge, like, friend group. Yeah. And we would go out and do things after school, and I, like, you know, was finally old enough that, like, I was, like, convincing my mom that, like, I could go to, like, Target by myself, and, like, you know, like, she could drop me off at the ice skating rink at the roller rink, and we could, like, she could pick me up later, and so, like, that was, like, my first friend group that I was doing that sort of things with. That's sweet. Um, but they were awful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is wrong. I was okay. I was my drop. I was lucky waiting for that to come because you were like not painting it that way. But also, I was like, "There's gotta." I was be going. Something. I was going because I have never mic drop because I'm like I've never heard of these three girls ever, and so they must be horrible. I was going for the dramatic mic drop, um, and so they like became my friends, and then um, and one of them was very sweet. One of them actually was like very sweet. We still yeah. talk today. Um, she was my neighbor. Oh, cute. Um, and that was my, like, for a while, my, like, one best friend. Like, I was like, oh, I found my, like, best friend. I think, like, we walked to the bus together. We took the bus yeah. together. Yeah. Um, her parents were so sweet. Like, I would go over there after school, and they would, like, mm-hmm. feed me and whatnot um, and different things. And she was, like, the sweetest. Um, she um, And we were, like, best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she, like, did things with my parents and, like, came over. Um, she was, like, yeah. the type of friend that like, was, like, so close to my family that, like, my mom didn't mind giving her chores. Yeah. You know, like, those friends, you know, like, yeah. your mom, like, will clean, there's some friends that are, like, you're not as close to, and, like, your mom makes you clean the whole house so that it looks nice, and yeah. then there's some friends that'll come over when it's messy, and she's, like, yeah. my mother was, like, okay, Aislinn, you're doing That's the dishes, you know. um, P, you're doing the laundry. Yeah. That's when you know. And then you're, like... You know, that's how you know it's, like, a yeah. close friend that she was, like, always yeah. at my house is what yeah. um, Jessica was giving her chores. Yeah. And zero. Yeah. Did not feel bad about it at all. Yeah. So then your experience with those three girls, what insecurities did you feel like? Because I feel like we should start transitioning yeah. into the now. What insecurities did you feel like walking into your freshman year came with you from, like, experiences like that? I think it was just, like, this weird, um, like... Um, so, like, my, those, like, three girls came into, like, and then I became a really good group of friends with about six people, guys and girls, um, and it was just very, like, I, 
it was very, like, if you've ever seen, like, a teen drama where it was, like, the friend group with the queen bee and, like, everyone oh, else, like, falling gosh. in line. That was this friend group. And oh, we man. had one girl that was literally, like, that, like, mean girl. Top queen tier. Bee, top tier. Like, she was in charge. Oh. And it was, like, this thing. So my ideal of friendship was, like, she had to like me or, mm. like, she had to do all these things. Your and, actions like, had to be approved my, by. Yeah, my actions had to be approved by this person or I couldn't eat with them. And it, you know, very quickly, like, about my sev- end of my seventh grade, beginning of my eighth grade, um, fizzled out because I very quickly realized that, like, yeah. this isn't how I should be, yep. you know, treated in this thing. And, like, and it wasn't even me. It was, like, other people, like, the other, my other friends, when she would, like, do other things, then it was, like, oh, you can't treat them that way. You know? Like, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's, like, a lot of your decisions were, were altered. Yeah. And so I very quickly, like, that was, like, my idea in the beginning of middle school is that, like, you know, friendship mm-hmm. was, like, that had to be earned every day. Yeah. And um, it didn't really change until after I had really left that friend group or actually been, like, kicked out, mm-hmm. you know, for being too, you know, speaking my opinion. And I met two friends that I had been really close with for, like, all of eighth grade mm-hmm. and then most of um, the beginning of high school. And then I was like, oh, like, we do things together. Like, it's not like yeah. one of us is planning every event or telling us how to dress yeah, or, like, you know, where to right. sit and, like, all these things. Right. Or deciding who and who doesn't get invited. Like, it was, like, yeah. we're actually, like, friends and we're going out and doing things that we all want to do together. Right. And that was kind of, like, that drastic change mm-hmm. of, like, what friendship mm-hmm. looked like. Of, like, not this, like, toxic, mm-hmm. you have to please people to be friends. Right. right. Into, like, I would say, like, you know, that, those, my two friends that I had kind of towards the end of eighth grade when I got kicked out of my old friend group was, like, the first look at, like, now what I know to be, like, real friendship. hmm So, yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk about freshman year. Let's talk about... Of college? Yeah. Because I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to kind of hear, like, because I kind of got to be, like, a witness to your life a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in and out of seasons. Yeah. So what do you feel like... To say it in short, what do you feel like, when did you start seeing things operate differently? And when did you start really questioning, like, like those feelings of, like, are these people legit? Or do they really care to the extent they care? Like, think back to all the beginning moments. Like, our one-on-ones, even when you were, like, running away for a bit and yeah. then coming back. Like, just talk through some of your, like, specific friendship, like, yeah. thoughts during that time. Um, so when I came here to, when I came here to UMaine, um, I grew up in the church and my, um, mom, uh, my mom, Jessica, she was, um, very stressed about me moving across the country. She's a cutie. Um, she is. We but love you, she was so, like, she was very anxious about, you know, like, I'm her oldest, so I'm her, like, first kid to, like, move out. Yeah. Um, and so she was very, like, stressed about the idea, and I was, like, moving out, moving out. Like, I live in Maine now, they live in Washington. Yeah. Which is a wild, you know, change for them. And so one of the things that she, um, was like, this is non-negotiable, is you're gonna go to, there's, like, this student organization fair, and I want you to go meet the little Christian groups. Um, and apparently she had friended some of them on Facebook. Um, yeah, she had friend in Chi Alpha, which I am a part of now, and um, we have another one on campus uh, called Crew. And so she had friended both of them on Facebook and found them online, and yeah. she, um, she had heard it from like other people that she knew from church and different things that like their yeah. their students were a part of Crew. Yeah, um, at their like separate universities, um, and then she had found just Chi Alpha, I think through Crew, like, after she had friended Crew on Facebook, it was, like, a recommended yeah. thing, and so I, um, knew that, um, uh, I can't lie to her, she would know, um, and so I knew I had to go meet these things at this student organization fair, which is, like, this, we take up the whole giant grass field mm-hmm. outside our library with a bunch of different little booths, um, and every club. Info booths, yeah. yeah. Every club has an info booth, every, like, every sanctioned student organization. Mm-hmm. frats, sports is all that kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, it has their own booth. And so I was like, okay. So I went um, by myself. Like in be- I had like an hour in between my two classes that day. And I was just like went down there. And I like, you know, it's all separated by like what they are. So like mm-hmm. all the religious groups are like right there together. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, and so I went and um, 
I was kind of like, I was a couple feet back just kind of looking at him, you know, and um, one of the staff members at Archi Alpha Mm. was like, hi, are you interested in, you know, Chi Alpha, and kind of like, yeah, waved me over to their little table, and I talked to her for a second, and I wrote my name down and my school email down, and then I kind of just like walked away, and my goal was, like in my head, like, I'm like, okay, I wrote my email down, um, they're never going to email me, or if they do, I'm going to ignore the first one, and then they'll never email me again, and then I can just tell my mom that I went, but they never got back to me, and I don't have to go into this thing. Mm-hmm. Because I was so used to, like, church and school being separate that I was, like, I didn't want to be on on-campus church group because I was, like, then my worlds would be, like, yeah, merged together. Yeah. And so, um, but eventually I was, like, city, you know, I was, um, they had, did contact me. They did reach out to me. Um, they didn't stop contacting me and reaching <laughs> out to me. And I. Persistence. Persistence. That's something to note. That is. I think that's a huge, like, aspect of deep friendship is this idea of persistence. Yeah, and, like, we talked about earlier the idea of, like, measuring, like, if you give, then you take. But, like, this type of persistence is different. Like, yeah. And I, I can speak this not because I was the one person. Well, I was the one persisting. But I'm talking about, like, when I was on the receiving end my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing that freaked me out freshman year when Kai Alpha was being persistent and communicating with me is it didn't feel like they were trying to get something from me. Mm-hmm. And that weirded me out. Yeah. Like because it, I was just used to, exactly. like, in youth group or in school. Like, in school, people were persistent so they could have my homework. Or they could have a friend on social media. In, in youth group, people were reaching out to me asking if I could lead worship this week. Or if I could sacrifice time in volunteering. Like, it was always, like... And I'm not saying, like, persistence to ask for things is a bad thing. If it's coming from a good heart, it's a good thing. But when Kaiapha was persisting with me and they just wanted to, like, spend time with me. Yeah, like, that was their goal. Like, yeah. if you look at, like, persistence with a goal at the end, like, their yeah. goal was just to, like... They wanted to know about me. We just want to know you better and, like, see you more and, like, spend time and with you. And I was you. so confused. And I was like, you don't even know me. I was very confused because I was like, what is there about me? Yeah. You know, And that's like, like, you don't know me. Like, you like, we've, you know... Yeah. And I think that was kind of a really big thing is, like, I, uh, so I went to Chi Alpha for the first, um, they, like, I was, like, okay, like, I have to go to this thing or they're never going to stop texting me. Yeah. Um, and I was, like, I'm not super into this idea. I had, by this point, made friends here at the university, Mm -hmm. um, on my own. And so I was, like, oh, I don't really want to, like, um, like, make new friends. Like, I don't want to, like, do this whole church thing that much. Um, and so I, um went a couple times but I wasn't super all in but I was still like really wanted to like please people when I saw them so I would like right. uh, I would tell them I'm gonna be at this thing because they would make them kind of happy but then I just wouldn't show up and then I wouldn't go to a Chi Alpha thing for a couple weeks and mm-hmm. I'm like they'll forget I wasn't there and then I'll go back. That was always the hope. It was like, always the forget. hope. They never forget. And then it was just like a still like consistent like even though I was like ditching things and not talking to them and kind of being a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. Like it was still like they were texting me how's your day? You know how are right. things going? How's the semester going? And I was like bro yeah. like, can these people not take a hint? Yeah. You know? And I'm like. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah I remember that time. I remember that time for me. Yeah. Like. I remember my experience is slightly different because for Aislinn's story, to put it in short, like, she got connected with Chi Alpha. You know, her and I have a, had a one-on-one. We, like, just started scratching the surface of, like, our relationship. And then she, like, decided, like, oh, okay. Like, she kind of just, like, what, what, what would be the phrasing you use? Like, kind of just, like, straight away for a bit. Just kind of was, like, unsure. Uh, like, avoided. you know, like, deer in the headlights and then they run away. Yeah. Like, I was, like, that was, like, I was, like, talking and then I realized what I was doing and, like, opening myself you. up. And I was scared and I, like, was, like, oh, this yeah. is, like, getting real deep. Yeah. Like, these people actually want to know me and yeah. I just. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Aislin had one one-on-one with me, and, like, I didn't even ask her to, like, share her story, and she just, like, basically told me her whole life story. Yeah. And in that one-on-one, I remember thinking, like, oh, by the way, for people that don't know, we call one-on-ones, it's, like, 
um, these really like meaningful important meetings we have with our students or with people we're pursuing to get to know them better and to like share wisdom of God so that just to put that in short but anyway we were having our first one-on-one and um she did that and I just kept thinking to myself like oh my gosh this girl's like ready for it and then she like ghosted me for like a month <laughs> and month yeah month. Ew, no it was month and a half month and a half something like that um, but anyway, the reason I, I mentioned that is because for me, it was a little different for me. I like started the semester, like really trying to like be avoidant. Like I was like, yeah. I, I was like, because I knew in my head that if I went to one of these like large group meetings that it would be hard for me to like, like I knew they would like, well, I kind of knew how like the Christian people worked. I was like, yeah, they're going to like want me to come back. Yeah. And, um. So when I went to my first large group, I was really expecting for people to, like, not care that I was there. And back in the day, large groups were, like, 50, 50 people in that room. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, you walk into the room, like, everyone's in their little, like, talking circle. It was just different. It was a lot bigger before mm-hmm. COVID. And so I walked into this room, and I swear, every person's head, I'm not even being exaggerating, boy and girl, man, man and woman, every head in that room turned to me. When I walked in the door. Like, everyone knew that there was a new girl in the room all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, this is terrifying. <laughs> like, like, super scary. Yeah. But then I wasn't met with, like, they all looked at me and then they all kept talking. Like, at least four or five of those people, like, they came up to me and were like, oh, my gosh, who are you? Like, where are you from? It's so nice to meet yeah. you. Like, it was, like, such a, like, however much time they could get to talk to me, they they wanted to. Yeah. Um. I know we could talk about this topic for, like, ever, but we're, like, running on the last, like, 10, 15 minutes. So I think it'd be good to cut to um, kind of our transition from... So we've talked about middle school, high school. We've talked yeah. about some insecurities. We've talked about um, kind of both, like, little... And we'll share more about them on other topics. Like, little glances of our stories coming yeah. into ministry. But let's talk about, like, present day, today, and even, you know, a semester or two prior of life let's talk about some like key friendship things that like we know that god and people in our lives has like changed or like silenced insecurities or moved away fear Mm -hmm. um i can start because i already have an idea um but last year so i'm a senior so junior year for me was such an interesting year because i Um, spent my sophomore year back home in Massachusetts doing online school because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was very isolated. Like, I was very, like... And it wasn't unhealthy because I knew it was what God wanted me to do, and I was spending so much of my time with God and in my Bible because my life was changing. And so... But in terms of, like, socialness, I was very isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't, like, a choice. Like, I I didn't have an option, you know? And so... I went from freshman year and all of my life being this crazy extrovert, very much so like the ball of yarn that we're talking mm-hmm. about. That is Juliana. That was me, like, through and through. Would stay up till 4 a.m. with any conversation. Mm-hmm. I was here for it. I didn't even need caffeine back then. I was a completely different human. Like, it was yeah. insane. And then um, sophomore year happened, and I really felt like even though that season of my life was really good, it um, definitely brought out the introvert in me a bit. It definitely was like hard so cut to junior year when I moved up here I was like convincing myself like you are this extrovert you're ready to tackle all of these girls and like bring them to Jesus and do all of these things and I had such great motivation inside of my heart but my soul was not catching up with like my dreams of what I wanted to do and it is only through God that as many girls came to like into the ministry that year through me Like, I still look back and I'm like, I don't know how that happened. It really is just a God thing. Mm -hmm. But I was an extrovert, like, that internally was half an introvert and not, like, admitting it. And so I was going insane. Like, I was, like, not sleeping a lot of the time. I was was just, like, so go, go, go. Like, I was doing seven one-on-ones a week, leading two Bible studies, um, full course load, like, there's more things I don't even remember now that I, I was doing. I was on the worship team. Yeah. I was on leadership. I look at that schedule now and I'm like, oh my gosh, it would make me throw up. Like, yeah. it's all fulfilling things, but it was so, unfortunately, it was so sad because I was going into one-on-ones, like, not being able to fully devote myself to listening to girls because of how exhausted I was. Yeah. And that's when I knew I had a problem. So here's the point that I'm making. That was my junior year. And so... Because of all those things I was experiencing, I was feeling kind of crappy about myself because all I was telling myself was like, 
Kayla, you're not making the mark. You're not helping the girls. You're trying to help. You're failing. You're this, you're that. And God was like, okay, how are we going to convince this girl that she's doing the best that she knows how through me? And that's where Aislinn, Christina, and Juliana come into play. Yeah. Because those are like the three primary girls that came out of that year. Mm -hmm. And when I was a sophomore in college, preparing to come up back to Maine, um, I remember praying in my room like, God, only bring me back to Maine if you have specific girls in mind that you want their lives changed. Because And when I met these girls, I like I immediately knew. Aislinn, Aislinn and I talked about this like a month or two ago. But she was telling me how like she for she's finally realizing that like she feels like God's calling her to do the Chi Alpha internship, and she's looking at me and like my face isn't shocked and she's like, Kayla, like, did you hear what I said? Like, I'm yeah, I want to do internship. And I look at her and I go, Aislinn, you want to know a secret? She's like, what? I'm like, I've known this since the day I met you, pretty much. And she was like, what? And I'm like, dude, like, when like when I met specifically Aislinn and Juliana, I was like. These are the girls I was praying about. Like, these are the specific ones that God was like, no, it has to be this year. Um, mm-hmm. And so I will say, in short, because we're running out of time. Again, we've talked about this forever. That friendship has changed for me because, like, my idea of friendship coming into junior year was like, okay, I need to pursue girls. I need to do all the work. I need to push, 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 push. And I did. And then all of a sudden, one day, these girls were just giving it back to me day in and day out like and they haven't stopped like I put in the effort I put in work that was pretty (laughs) difficult at the time but since then I've been like just trying to backtrack and figure out how to take care of myself and still love other people it's been this like really crazy balance and um they have not stopped like pouring back like Aislinn and Juliana literally last year surprised me with a whole Easter basket. I remember this. Literally made me cry. I was, like, going through a week where I was really missing um, a past relative of mine. And I was having just a really emotional time. And they, I don't even think they knew that I was having an emotional time. And they gave me this Easter basket. And I literally started bawling my eyes out. Because I just was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, people love me. Like, it's just, like, crazy. And these girls, like, literally did an entire birthday scavenger hunt for me. Literally made me feel like a queen for an entire day. I was so confused. And, like, I was I was so loved that I was literally, like, in shock the whole day. Until, like, 10 p.m. when I was alone <laughs> in my room with my boyfriend. And we were, like, opening all my gifts from the day. And I just look at him and I just start sobbing. Like, literally teardrops on the floor. And he was like, okay, it finally hit you. Like, you're yeah. finally... It's finally here. And so I just want to, like, speak... I think my biggest thing that I've learned recently about friendship and what friendship has changed for me in college is friendship isn't about giving and expecting receiving. It's about continuing to give until you can't give anymore and then asking God for strength so that you can keep giving and let the rest happen as it's supposed to. Because I've also had friendships that, or disciple like discipling girls, for example, like where I, like for Rue, for example, I had to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour into her for like a year. It took way longer. Yeah. And then, and I was I was on the verge of giving up, you know, yeah. all these things. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. God was breaking away strongholds in her heart and now she's like if I need something, she's going to she's going to be there, you know. Yeah. And so I think Jesus's heart in friendship is investing without expecting return, investing because you want to. Mm-hmm. And um I can confidently say that, like, if I had invested the way that I did in Aislinn and Juliana and Christina and Rue and all of them, and I still never, and I never got anything in return and they found their own friend groups, but if they had a relationship with the Lord, like, if it had went, like, you all were raised up by me, but then you all were friends and I was kind of just separate. Yeah. Even if that happened, of course, I would never want that, I would still be as fulfilled because my goal wasn't to get something out of you guys, right? Yeah. That's the difference. And, like... You weren't doing it to make us like you. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because, you know, we tracked back to the stories we were talking about, like, half an hour ago. Yeah. I was I was a desperate girl with a package. Like, I wanted yeah. the love and affection. And it took years for God to be like, okay, I'm here with your love and affection. Like, let me decide who's going to pour into you. And it's so much more fulfilling, guys, when you just let the people pour into you that are supposed to. And you just leave the mm-hmm. rest up to him. 
you know, because God's going to use people in really mighty ways if he wants to. Like, I know that God put it on Aislinn and Juliana's heart to do all those exciting things for me and all the other exciting things that I know they're doing that they're not telling me about in the future, you know? And in the same way, like, me still pouring into them and, like, figuring life out and honestly just doing life with them, you know? It's really special. I'm sorry, I took up a lot of time. No, it's okay. What do you feel like are your key things that you've learned? I feel like my key things that I've learned um, are just, like, that, like, friendship doesn't have a, um, not that it doesn't, um, that, like, the bottom level is so much, like, deeper than I thought it was. Like, yeah. Like, where friendship caps. mm uh, like, in middle school and high school, I, like, I put that, like, cap at, like, how deep you're supposed to go with your friends and how, like, yeah. the thing, like, that was such a high, it was so high compared to what I know it is to be now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, for me, like, that big, like, first, like, step into that was when um, uh, we went on a leadership retreat in April. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like... That was, such, that was, like, the most incredible weekend. Oh, it was so great. So fantastic. And, like, the guys and the girls and, like, all of us, like, were just hanging out and, like, just, like, really being family. And, like, it was just, like, we just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper and getting to know each other better and better and better. Yeah. And, like, there are still things that, like, I want so desperately to know about, like, all of like, the people that, like, I went on that retreat with, and they still want to get to know me more, yeah. even though, like, that retreat was, like, pushing what I thought the limits of friendship could be. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're still, like, it's still going down. So I think just, like, how deep friendship can be, like. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we'd consider, like, y- we'd consider, like, you and Juliana, me and you, me and Juliana, the three of us, we'd consider that, like, the deepest but, like, yeah. if you think about it, we're always going to have more conversations and more things that's going to be, like, yeah. learning new things about each other. A place of insecurity that, like, hasn't been talked about yet. Yeah. And, like, all these things. Like, even just recently, like, I've had so many, like, emotional things come up recently with, like, other friendships in my life. Literally one day I was having such an emotional day and Aislin was home. Aislin doesn't even permanently live here, but she was home. Thank the Lord. And I come out of the kitchen and I'm literally just sobbing on this girl's shoulder because I was just, like, feeling it. I was just feeling it. And it's just little things like that. Like, when you get to just, like, be with each other. Mm-hmm. But it's I think it's equally as precious being with each other in the sobbing moments and in the, like, screaming car moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even us just having um, our girls' retreat just this weekend. Oh, it was so great. Us getting to just, like... Or when we went on that errand and you mean... We just got to just, like, sing in the car. And yeah. It's, like, just different moments like that where we're, like, we all just have our little caffeinated beverages and we're all just, like not even trying to look cute but we're like so happy with life and we're just singing in the car like I literally have moments like that where I could literally start crying and just be like this is is what it's about yeah um yeah God has done a lot to say the least in our hearts in our friendships I think Juliana picked a great topic I agree she definitely picked topic unfortunately that could go on for three or four hours so it was really hard to not like exactly because <laughs> we, we could keep talking. We don't have three or four hours. No, we have class, and I don't soon. think y'all want to listen to no. three or four hours of us talking. But it'll come up in other yeah, times. And I think I think it's one of those topics that will bleed into so much. But I think my biggest advice to people listening: if you're in a place of your life where your friendships don't make sense, um, and you're just like you're not really sure what direction they're going. Um, Number one, like, remember that whether you're a Christian right now or not, God's only ever going to be the only person in your life that doesn't let you down. There's places in life where I've let Aislinn down or Aislinn's let me down. Like, it's gonna happen. We're so not perfect. We get tired. We get stressed. We get anxious. It's normal. Yeah. And um, it's about choosing life with people regardless. And, like, if you lean on God solely... He is going to give you the power to, like, pour into people even when they aren't giving you back what you're putting in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why so many people in this world are lost at, with friendships because they're like, you know, I'm pouring in. Why isn't this person pour- pouring back? It's because they, they probably don't have a lifeline. <laughs> 
they probably yeah. don't have a thing that like really gives them purpose. Um, but I want to cap this podcast on just two very basic friendship Bible verses, just because um, I think they're really powerful, even if they're in short. Um, one of them is um, Galatians 6, 2, which is so beautiful. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Um, you know, when Aislin comes to me with burdens, when I come to her with burdens, choosing to carry them... Um, through the strength of God that we have mm-hmm. is, is really important. Um, an iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. That's Proverbs 27, 17. That's something we talk about in our ministry group a lot. It's yeah, like that one. friendship is about growing together and pushing each other. Mm-hmm. If I had a friendship with Aislinn where she just let me be like, if she just let me sit in my insecurity, if I came to Aislinn and I was like, Aislinn, I'm really insecure about my body today, you know, she can feel that with me and carry that burden with me, but if she's not slowly trying to grow me to view myself the way that God views me, then she's not really sharpening me. Mm-hmm. In the same way that if Aislinn's coming to me with an issue in her life, like her stress with school or something, right? Yeah. I need to listen and be with her in it, but then I need to help her grow forward, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so think that's yeah the first the podcast of our very first podcast that's bonkers so wild we, we did it for an hour we really have <laughs> talking to each other more than an hour really because that was fun though yeah, I, I, I told you this is gonna be this is gonna this be is really gonna be fun it. we're gonna learn so much too yeah this is gonna be it this is exciting so we were talking earlier about how we like totally don't have an outro um we have nothing official so we're just gonna sign off yeah, and we're just gonna say goodbye. We're just gonna ta ta, you know, and we're gonna figure out maybe if you know things will progress and we'll find one later. Yeah, find one in life. But we're just we're just keeping it real. Yeah. But thanks for listening. I bet you a million bucks people listening is probably like your mom and Juliana and maybe Jacob and a few few people. Me, Molly and Dolan listen to it. Oh my gosh, that'd be funny. That would be funny. Love we'll them play all. it at large group. Oh gosh. No. <laughs> oh gosh, no. All right. Oh, much love, people. Bye. See you next week.